0: In business, marketing is a critical activity that can directly impact growth and profit. Yet with so many options available today, how can you choose the right marketing program for your business? Welcome to I Think I Need Marketing with Bonnie Taylor. If you're looking to better understand marketing, then you've stopped by the right show. Now here is your host, Bonnie Taylor. Hello
1: and welcome to I Think I Need Marketing. I'm your host, Bonnie Taylor. And in today's episode, we're focusing on video marketing. I'm going to be joined a little bit later on by special guest, Renee Wells, president of Apis Media Inc. She's an expert on video marketing, so you don't want to miss her segment. Before she joins us, I'd like to give a little bit of background on video marketing and share some opportunities that you may not consider within your own business and your own marketing program. So let's start with why video in marketing. Well, it's a really powerful tool. It is one that has the opportunity to build a connection and a sense of trust with a business, with a brand. Unlike many other tools, it, it gives you that sense of, yeah, I see it, therefore I believe it, and I'm seeing it in action, and that makes it so much more real to me. Even if it's a commercial about a business and all the best footage is, is of clean hallways and happy, smiley people, it still feels real. It still feels like, hey, I'm, I'm a part of it. It's that connection, that potential connection that draws marketers to video. Like, oh, we we want it. We have to have it. And today we have so many opportunities to use it. It's not just a commercial on TV. Today we can run that commercial on our website, we can run it through social media, we can send it out in emails, we can put it almost, it seems like anywhere online. As a marketer, this is really exciting stuff. We love finding tools that engage our buyers and engage people to such an extent that they convert into buyers from that, hey, I'm just interested, see a video, whoa, now I'm really interested and I'm actually probably going to make a purchase. Studies show that having a video, especially like a product video on your website can increase sales, increase that conversion from that, that, hey, I'm interested, now I'm going to buy by 80%. That's incredible. But it does go to help explain why there's so many videos out there. 90% of consumers watch videos on their mobile phones. I'm one of them. I look at videos, I love videos. I share them on social media. I send them to friends. I send them to family members. And I say, Have you seen this? I love when there's a video embedded into a news article and I can see what happened. I love when there is a uh, how to and I can look and see and understand how a product works. I love taking tours. There isn't a video, or I'm sorry, a vacation that I've taken that I haven't looked for some sort of video I'll, and see, kind of get a sense of where I could go to make sure it's something that I'd like to invest in. Now, you may be thinking, this is great. I am going to find somebody in my company and send them out with a smartphone and start putting videos everywhere because I think this is going to be perfect for my marketing program. Hold on. (laughs) There is a difference between a quickly shot smartphone video and a professionally produced and edited video. Which one is going to convert and be more likely to convert? Well, It depends on the purpose. So if you are looking at creating a commercial about your business or really trying to launch something and launch it on a bigger scale, or like a new service or a product or even a new office, or you want to introduce your brand, just have an introductory email uh, or a testimonial from some of your clients or customers you probably would want to have somebody professional help you because the quality of the video, especially in the setup and the staging of the video is going to be so much better. And it's going to feel like quality. It's going to feel like something that uh, a potential buyer would want to go, Hey, this is something I want to associate with quick videos, smartphone videos do have their place and they can be for blog posts. Like you're doing a quick update, uh, uh There's an event I like to go to every year, and they post videos. A quick, hey, on Monday, we're having a quick update on the event. And this is information about what's coming up. These are sneak peeks. I love it. They're only one minute long, and they're great. There are other times when, you know, maybe a how-to video, and you're out in the field, for instance, and your products or services are not like in an office setting or not really conducive to a professional uh, stage and you have to be out in the in the outside outdoors <laughs> and you want to have a quick video shoot, well, maybe that how-to would be a great time to pull out that smartphone and say, we saw this. We want to show you how this works. This is our product in action. Look at this. This looks great. And then you can upload that to social media. Different types of video usages and different types of uh, production styles, but still very, very effective. I would not use your smartphone to create a commercial. Um, And a commercial would simply be like an overview of your company or an overview of a product or service, something that you're trying to do some sort of sales kind of feel to it, or maybe a, um, Hey, this is so beautiful. You want to come visit my luxury resort, or this is how we've helped our clients grow by 5,000% in two days (laughs) or something like that. Uh, those kinds of videos, you probably want to have that professional feel because you're trying to pull money from somebody. If it's a case where you're, they're already invested or they already are, um, some, somewhat interested in what you're trying to sell or they're already using it, that shorter video could be perfect for them. Or it's an event and you just want to do a quick video of an event. You guys are hosting some kind of event at your location. Hey, quick video and just kind of zoom around the room and show how much fun it is. Maybe that doesn't need to be professional. Maybe that can be on your smartphone. No matter what you're trying to accomplish, just know that there should be some thought into it. It's very rare that you're just kind of pulling out the video and hey, we're gonna do something that's of a quality and of a, a situation where you're going to be able to use it in business. There are come some you know, some situations where let's say you're out and about and your employee save someone's life. <laughs> you pulled out your smartphone and videotaped it and put it up on your on your social media feed. Hey, our employee, the star employee of such and such office saved this woman's life today. That's great. That's and that's not that's a spontaneous situation. For the most part, you want to plan it out. So, when you're planning your video, you want to understand how you're going to use it because each one of the different video end users, uh, if it's say Facebook or Instagram, or on YouTube, or uh, if you're trying to put it in an ad, embedded it in an ad, or in an email, or just place it on your website, each one is going to have slightly different uh, size constraints. And you're going to want to make sure that you're filming in such a way that it's going to work for whatever the end application is. Understanding your videos and use is critical to developing the content, to developing that story. For instance, if you decide you want to tell a story that's, you know, that requires sweeping visuals and a lot of uh, different people telling their stories, but you only have a 15-second ad space, well, maybe that's not going to work. <laughs> so when you're developing your videos, you think through, um, as part of, if you listen to the episode on developing a campaign, you think through all the different pieces If you want to mix it up over different types of uh, media options, then you can look at, say, okay, well, we know we have a 15-second, 30-second, or 90-second cutoff space. And if you're you're working with a professional, they can edit it to those different time lengths. If you are trying to... put this on your own website, and you want it to be just as beautiful and as indulgent as it possibly can be, you'll have a little bit more flexibility than if you're working with uh, a media outlet that has set parameters on that time frame. Whatever you're going to use, however you're going to develop this video, you really need to focus on that content, that story. Because if there isn't a good, entertaining, compelling reason for people to spend time watching your, your video, then they're just going to leave. They're going to click off of it. Think about like TV shows and you watch the first few minutes. You're like, this isn't for me. And you, you change channels. Well, it's the same thing in videos. So they're just going to leave. And then all that expense, all that time that you've invested is for nothing because it didn't work. So instead, take a, an effort, take some time to develop that story and develop what you want in that particular video. What do you want them to know? Do you want them to know about your new product? Do you want them to know about your new office launch? You're opening an office in France or you're opening an office in LA and you want them to know about it and maybe it's fun. You've got kind of, you know, the your CEO driving up in a, in a convertible near the palm trees and dipping his toes in water and it's just kind of silly fun and they're like, hey, this is, you know, something I want to watch because it's just kind of fun. And then you say, we're opening or we're moving to LA. And then that's all you have to tell them. Or you have a quick interview. I love it out in the sun. Once you have your story, then you'll know, okay, I can put this together and I can pick out the location that I want to film within. I can pick out who's going to be best from my my own team or if I need to hire actors or somebody who can host an interview. If I need to reach out to clients and Take some time to to look at the people who are going to be a part of this. And I'm not talking about looks necessarily, but about how they come across personality-wise on the video. If somebody is very shy or reserved or very, very quiet, they're probably not your best fit for your video. If it's a very fun kind of animated person and they, they come across as very trustworthy, then that's that's the right person. Once you have your video, any video, the quickie with your smartphone or the more involved commercial, one of the first things you're going to want to do is upload it to your YouTube channel. You can create your own branded YouTube channel. I said it twice because it's important. You don't want to just upload it. You want to make sure that you tell your business's story and link it back to your website and tell a little bit more information. You can put uh, other things up there as well. The reason you want to put your video up on YouTube is very simple. YouTube has 1.3 billion users. 300 hours of video are uploaded to YouTube every minute. And almost 5 billion videos are watched on YouTube every single day. It's like it's staggering to think about those numbers. But that's why you want to be up there. But there is another reason. Google. Google loves YouTube because they own it. (laughs) So having videos, especially videos that are properly tagged with whatever keyword it may be, uh, whatever you think is best for your particular uh, video topic, tagging it and connecting with YouTube helps your search search engine rankings. That's nice. (laughs) It's very good for business. I highly recommend creating that YouTube channel. And you can figure out where else you want to use your your videos. Now, whether or not you decide to hire a full production team or use you know, somebody you know um, to do it in-house is up to you. Uh, the production team vet them out. Uh, make sure that you've looked at other videos they've shot. I've been in uh, situations where other people have hired video crews that were not quite what they should have been, <laughs> it's about as delicately as I can put it. And the end result was not great. I was not involved. I was brought in later to help out. And it just, it, it wasn't a good experience. And in one case, uh, not too terribly long ago with a new client, none of the footage was usable. And we lost all of that money and all of that, the full day and all the time uh, associated with creating the videos. It's not worth it. Hire somebody who is professional, who has a proven track record, who uh, knows what videos should look like and will understand and take the time to understand your usage and your end usage, what story you're trying to tell. The advantage to having a professional on your side really comes into play in the post-production where your video footage is edited, songs are added. Uh, overlays, if you have text, or if you have uh, anything that you want to do, uh, for, let's say closed captioning, for instance, all of that is in the post-production phase, and a professional will be able to do that so much more easily than somebody who's just an employee in your in your company, unless they're also video people. <laughs> but it, it, odds are that the professional is going to have more tools available to to them, and they can they can help you out. Spontaneous videos aside, every video should have a plan ahead of time with a deadline. You know exactly when you want this to launch. You'll know how much time you'll need for pre-production, for actual filming, and then the post-production process. Contact your, your team and let them know what your deadline is and see if it's even possible to get that all together. Sometimes it can be quick. Sometimes it requires a little bit more effort, especially if you're incorporating different, different aspects of video into one final product. Before we take our break, I want to share that my upcoming guest, Renee, has sent in a cheat sheet on video marketing, and that will be uploaded to my website, IThinkIneed.com. All you have to do is go to the website, and you can download it from there. It's very cool of her, and we will be talking with Renee right after the break. You are listening to I Think I Need Marketing.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: Looking to grow your business in 2019, you need CCS Innovations. We're an award-winning strategic marketing and design firm, working with clients worldwide on achieving their business goals. Whether yours is a startup company or a multinational corporation, our experienced marketing team can help set you on the right path. Our services range from high-level strategies and branding programs to projects such as campaigns and websites. Need more than a single project? We can become your own outsourced marketing department. 2019 marked CCS Innovation's 10th anniversary. And to celebrate, we're offering I Think I Need Marketing listeners a 10% discount on all new projects started this year. Mention the show when you contact us. Start growing your business today by giving us a call at 703-988-7189 or visit us online at ccsinnovations.com, ccsinnovations.com. You are tuned in to I Think I Need Marketing. If you have a question or comment for host Bonnie Taylor, please send an email to Radio at ithinkineed.com. That's Bonnie Radio at need.com Now back to I Think I Need Marketing.
1: Welcome back to I Think I Need Marketing. If you're just joining us, today is all about video marketing. I am so pleased to introduce my special guest, Renee Wells, president of Apis Media Inc., Welcome, Renee. Thank you so much for joining
3: me today. Hi. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much again for um, allowing me to uh, speak to your audience, Bonnie. Oh, it's my pleasure. And what a great topic, video
1: marketing. It's videos everywhere. I mean, we see it Mm -hmm. on our phones. We see it in our social media feeds. We see it when we're looking at news. We see it everywhere online, and it doesn't seem to be going away. It seems to be growing. How? How important is it in business today? What is the power of, of video in business?
3: Well, first of all, that is 100% correct. Video is everywhere. Um, to give you even a bigger perspective, uh, yesterday I was at a gas station. It wasn't a gas station that I frequent often. So here I am just, you know, dreading to pump the gas. I'm at the gas, put the card in. Insert the um, gas pump and just quiet in my thoughts. When all of a sudden I hear this voice come out of, you know, out of the air. And I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> Startled me half to death. It was a video playing while I was pumping my gas, and I was like, "This is insane." And so what is happening is that marketers realize that the that video. Is the best way to connect with your audience. And matter of fact, there is a um, there is a statistic out there from Psychology Today, and it actually says that video is processed by the brain sixty thousand times faster than text. Sixty six zero thousand times faster. Six, zero. Yes, 60,000 times faster <laughs> than text. So our brains are literally hardwired to accept and digest video faster and easier than text. And so that is why that video is so powerful, because not only do we process the information faster, it creates an empathetic bond between the content. And um, it also allows marketers to connect, entertain, and educate the audience quicker with less resistance. I love that
1: empathetic bond because that's, you know, mm-hmm. it's everything. We're trying to play on their emotions. We're trying to get them to buy into our brands and say, yes, I really exactly. believe in your company enough to buy from you. <laughs> so, exactly. Right. And your background, you're not only uh, a video expert, but you also have a sales background. So you doubly understand that this is, yeah. this is part of a business and it's not going
3: away. Definitely. I mean, it's just a part of everyday life now. Like I have two children, and it's amazing how um, they connect with video. Whereas when we were growing up, it 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 wasn't even on a radar at all. Oh no, no, yes, it was Saturday morning cartoons. That was very important. <laughs> that was very important. That was an but important yeah, day my of the week. Son, yes. So now video has so much of an everyday life that he, as a six-year-old, will go to YouTube and type in a question versus coming to us. Wow. So, yes. <laughs> Just to give you that in context. But, you probably. know, at least he's typing at six years old. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah.
1: He- <laughs> <laughs> So he probably a, got tired of us saying, "I don't know the answer." I don't know the answer. Go look it up. So, from a business standpoint, you obviously find many applications, and it's not just uh, the new product launch or the testimonial or the uh, the how to video. There's so many different ways that a business can use video, and then send it out to their audience. Mm-hmm. But how do they? How do they? Budget for it. I mean, this is video is not inexpensive. It's not something that uh, works for the tiniest budgets. So it has has to be factored in as a as a big ticket item. How do you look at, at budgeting for video, and how do you the power of it? How do you how do you look at it from a marketing standpoint and um, placing it
3: within a marketing program? Uh, Yeah. Well, video is so vast. And yes, the numbers can definitely in terms of budget can um, range. But the main thing that I tell my customers or potential client or anyone who asks me about it is, first of all, you have to be where your customers are. Mm -hmm. Video is very like client customer driven. So, for example, if you need to produce a TV commercial, um, we being outside the Washington, D.C. area, we do a lot of political Television commercials During that season That keeps well, of you course, busy <laughs> Yeah, exactly uh, Well, of course You know You're going to have to have A bigger budget for that Why? Because you have um, A bigger production value But on top of that The actual buy The actual You know How it's going to be um, Sent out Is going to go to The television studios Whereas um, You know You have Like a YouTube video Or even your website video Will require A little bit less Of a budget um, my biggest, the biggest thing that I tell or the biggest tip that I give my potential clients is make the budget a forefront instead of a forgotten thought. Like oftentimes mm, people very be like, list. oh, man, you know, I need to I need video that should be on a forefront. Like it needs to be now, especially since video is so powerful that the budget should be allocated first. Then the rest should come into play, not the opposite. Video shouldn't come last. Well, I'm sure some of my listeners are thinking, well, I can just shoot a video with my phone
1: and send that out instead. Wouldn't that work?
3: Um, it could. Now, I'm not going to be a, a video snob and um, and say you should never shoot, you know, uh, video on your phone. Um, and, and matter of fact, I actually just upgraded my iPhone because of the fact that this new phone um, can shoot in 4K, which is uh, high resolution and does a pretty good job of it so you have to again remember who your client is or who you're talking to who is your potential customer and it does help to um, have a video production partner who can help you with that and I'm gonna share this quick little story of how powerful video is in terms of like budget and, and trying to shoot on the iPhone um, you heard of that the razors Oh no! This is a really good one. Have you heard of poopery? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Well, that's I have a, a family member own- who thought it was a funny Christmas gift. Exactly, exactly. Well, it started off. Um, it's a woman-owned company, and they are someone who know they had a very unique product, and they were trying to figure out well how can they get this out to the masses. And so what they did is they put a lot of money into their production, and they started um, this. Have you ever seen the poopari? I, I have,
1: and and uh, for, for my they listeners, are they are hilarious. They're very funny. But for my listeners, I'm not going to describe the poopari yes. product. You can go ahead and Google that or YouTube.
3: <laughs> yes, correct. But so. it so what it did it took a um, it took a kind of complicated and, and kind of different um, product and. Shot it up to um, the masses and made it viral, and so now it's starting to become a uh, uh, is starting to become a well known brand just based on their video, just based on how much money that they devoted to their um, video marketing. Yeah, they had definitely had a
1: a very uh, funny approach to this. Personal issue. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And the videos were very, very funny. So, the difference between, and you you mentioned 4K, Um, can you describe the difference between the different formats that people might find in their business videos and, and why they need to either upgrade or what's good enough for the different applications?
3: Well, not to get too technical, what I would say now: most videos, most phones can record in high resolution. The industry standard is what's called ten p, ten, um, ten, uh, I excuse me, and all that is is just saying that it's uh, the amount of pixels that's what's in a image in your video. <laughs> okay. And what I would say is, in terms of that, and when it's time to upgrade. Technology moves quickly. Very, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you're shooting your um, videos on your cell phone, um, you don't have to always get the new greatest and latest. Most iPhones or most smartphones nowadays shoot in 1080p. As a matter of fact, uh, most of the YouTube videos is 720, which just means that it's just a lower resolution. And it also creates a lower file. When it comes to video production and having a video production team, um, we are always in a know. So if you are going to hire a video production um, person or a video production team, I would say nine times out of the ten, if they call themselves a professional, they will already have the necessary equipment that you need in order to create a high quality video. Okay.
1: Well, when we're looking at how people can use video and how they can pull it together, what are the what are the pre-production uh, steps that they should go through and and how much is a video script dictated by a brand? I mean, how much are you obviously content, the content of the video is is of paramount importance. But how much is the pre-production process dictated by the brand itself?
3: I say the, I would say, here's my thing as far as pre-production. Pre-production is the most important step. But it's also the step that is the longest and probably the most boringest. And so (laughs) oftentimes it it is. But oftentimes the client will try to shy away. The script itself is your backbone to your um, backbone to your video. It is your video. not only that, it outlines your thoughts. You're able to see it. But it also is the document that communicates your vision to your execution team, which is your video production partner. Now, good video production partner, um, our company, I'd like to say partner because we we are on a creative side and it's up to us to hear your thoughts and and understand your brand and then use our creative techniques to make it come into vision. So that's why I use that term um, partner versus company. And so uh, with this uh, script, if you – take the time and find the right video production partner, they'll be able to take your ideas and transform them during the pre-production process and make it into the video that you want. Be able to execute your vision, basically.
1: Do you often have clients who require brand placement, like a either like a, a shirt logo or something that's on a desk or a sign on the wall or, or something that just keeps that in frame all the time or... Do you try and uh, push people away from that and say, you know, just let's a snippet works better than trying to keep it in in the entire video? Uh,
3: it just depends on the client and the project itself. Um, I can't say that we necessarily had like one. Um, where we had to focus on one particular thing. But that, again, goes line with the communication. If that is something that is needed or is wanted in a video, then it's up to us to find clever and um, great ways to put that into the video so that it satisfies the creative side of things, but it also satisfies what the client needs are. Can you describe the um, pre-shoot process a little bit? Give us kind of like the what's involved, what to expect from the client side. Um, The pre-shoot work. Well, from the client side, are you talking about more so day, you know, like when we're at the actual shoot, or are you talking more in the pre-production where you're in the the talking phase? Like I think, I think, figure out idea phase. yeah, I think a
1: little bit of both because, I mean, not everybody is familiar with video. Mm-hmm. So what if they called you up, for instance, let's say I called you up tomorrow and said, I'd like to shoot a video. And you said, great, let's have this meeting. Let's set it up. And then I'm like, okay, well, can we just, you know, shoot it on my phone tomorrow? <laughs> no,
3: no, no. We have to do all the pre-production. What okay. does that mean? Perfect. So they are there are three parts when creating a video, right? There is the pre-production. And the pre-production is what we've been talking about. That's the script writing. That's the planning. That's like the nuts and bolts, the, the building a foundation. Then it's the production. The production is actual like lights, camera, action sort of deals, the actual us being on site and recording the video. And then there's the post-production. The post-production is the video editing side. It's when we're putting everything together, the audio, cutting the video, and um, adding music or whatnot or, or graphics and so during the pre-production phase this is again we're planning we have everything the script has been finalized and we're all you know all set to go Um, if there are additional like pre-shoot like if there's additional like uh, permits or anything that we need that is up to us as the producers of it as the professionals to obtain that but typically on the day of the shoot you'll have someone this is where my role really comes into play I have of course a team I have um the filming crew who are there but i act as the liaison between the client and the crew so i always make sure that you know we we go over the script you know just the high level like okay so we're going to shoot this we're going to do this again it's getting back to the communication we are in constant communication of you know making sure that we're on the same page that's what we're going to do, we're going to stand here, this is what's coming next, that sort of thing. So that way it can provide ease on both parts, ease for the film crew, they understand um, what is it that they have to do. And then for um, the client, it also gives them an ease of mind and saying, okay, so basically all you have to do is show up and we take over the rest. We
1: have to take a quick commercial break, uh, but I want to get back into that when we come back. Uh, get back into it. When back. <laughs> we'll continue the conversation when we return. You're listening to I Think I Need Marketing.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: Looking to grow your business in 2019? You need CCS Innovations. We're an award-winning strategic marketing and design firm, working with clients worldwide on achieving their business goals. Whether yours is a startup company or a multinational corporation, our experienced marketing team can help set you on the right path. Our services range from high-level strategies and branding programs to projects such as campaigns and websites. Need more than a single project? We can become your own outsourced marketing department. 2019 marked CCS Innovation's 10th anniversary. And to celebrate, we're offering I Think I Need Marketing listeners a 10% discount on all new projects started this year. Mention the show when you contact us. Start growing your business today by giving us a call at 703-988-7189 or visit us online at ccsinnovations.com. ccsinnovations.com. You are tuned in to I think I need marketing. If you have a question or comment for host Bonnie Taylor, please send an email to Bonnie Radio at IThinkIneed.com. That's Bonnie Radio at I Now back to I Think I Need Marketing. Welcome back to I Think I Need Marketing. We are
1: continuing our conversation on video marketing with Renee Wells and from Apis Media Inc. Renee. Before we took our break, you were sharing the process for pre-production, then production, and then post-production in video. Mm-hmm. Is there an ideal format or should there be like a target, like a best time frame people should use? I know that there are, you know, you can see like a 15 second or a 30 second or 90 second. What should most businesses be targeting?
3: Well, um, there is a study that just went out every year. You'll have like um, top uh, marketers or um, social media experts, they will do, they will release like the best practices of 2019. And I oftentimes with a lot of, you know, I get a lot of information about video marketing and it's. As such. And one of the key things I took out of this um, report was the fact that, of course, guess what? Everyone's attention span is um, dwindling. And <laughs> shocker. So, right. Like big surprise there. So although there's no like silver, you know, like magic bullet of, of the time, you just have to understand that people's attention span is is becoming less. And so, um, when it comes to any type of video, I would say put your best content first. You want to immediately hook them within the first few seconds. Mm -hmm. And then... The attention span dwindles after a minute and thirty seconds, so I would say any kind of video up to a minute thirty, maybe two minutes, will yield you your best results.
1: Okay, okay, and this changes when we're looking at ads. So ads that are, or okay. even things that are promoted, like LinkedIn ads for videos, that's a shor- much shorter time frame. What I don't even actually know what that time frame is, um, but I would assume that, it, like you said, it has to be very, very quick, and you're trying to catch them. It's almost like a. Um, like you said, just like
3: a hook, yes. just woof, and then pull them into well, something else. Most video ads are like 15, um, 30 seconds, 15 or 30 seconds. What about testimonials? Test, um, testimonials, I, I believe, could be a little bit more forgiving. I think what takes a great testimonial is honestly, um, is honesty, number one. Like, for instance, um, the client or whoever is giving the testimony really strongly believes what they say and and strongly believes in in your or product or service, which is why they want to share their thoughts. But not only that, if you keep them focused, like you'll say, um, hey, Bonnie, uh, do you mind sharing and give them a specific instruction on what to share? you mind sharing at a uh, time that we remember the time that we had recorded your new website video. And that way what Bonnie is doing is she's remembering how she's feeling, but she's staying focused. Mm -hmm. And what happens is that it keeps the testimonial shorter Mm -hmm. without um, losing the integrity of the testimonial. I like that. As far as like the settings, uh, what, and and
1: I want to talk about events because that seems to be a very popular source for for videos, at least in my mm-hmm. experience. But let's talk about settings and acoustics and and the different like backgrounds that people can use. How important is it to to scope out that that best uh, location? Uh
3: super important. We as. Uh, video professionals we want to be in control as much as possible it's like it's almost like we're control freaks but the reason is that is because capturing good audio oftentimes is more important than catching good visuals Mm -hmm. if that makes sense it does because how have you turned how many times have you not watched a video because of bad audio oh yeah absolutely correct so um i would say that is the biggest uh hurdle to uh, you know come across and so um For events, of course, there's lots of noise, lots of busyness (laughs) is going around. I mean, it's just utter chaos, which keeps us doing an event from a video (laughs) perspective. From a video professional, it can be a little bit stressful. However, however, this is why we have um, multiple like audio capturing. um, You know, we'll mic you up a couple of times, or have like a boom mic or something that nature, so that will take care of the uh, um, acoustics. as far as background, you know, especially like in trade shows, if you're doing like a booth interview, I mean, you, sometimes you can't help what's in the background. <laughs> so the,
1: the person with the funny can't. face or the... Correct.
3: <laughs> Correct. However, as again, a video professional, what we aim to do is keep the frame. So we definitely want the the subject to be the center or to be the you know visual center, if you will. Of what's going on, and so yes, even though there may be something going on in the background, like uh, with the right cam camera angle and framing, we'll be able to still see what you are like. The focus will still be on the subject.
1: Yeah, but let's go to how to videos, and I'm thinking of one that I used. Um, I, I have horses, and we uh-huh. installed some some horse stalls, some some different um, faces on the horse stalls. And it was very complicated. <laughs> and so we actually wow. had my husband and I were watching, had our laptop out there watching how to do it. And this guy was in a barn doing it. And it was hard to hear him, but it was so such valuable information. When you're talking about like how-to videos, is it more important uh, to focus on the actual steps and make sure they're just very, very clean and, and easy to follow and worry about the location a little bit less?
3: Yes, I would say... Um, if you think about it how do you use from a person who watches a lot of how to videos right <laughs> so how do you do it you don't sit and oftentimes you don't sit in. It all the way through. I mean, you may do like one round to kind of get the background. Okay, let me just sit and watch the whole video from start to finish. But in actuality, when you're actually doing it, and especially since uh, video is so mobile now, you take you like you said, you watched it while you were in your horse barn. And so I'm sure while you were watching, you were like, okay, that one. And then you hurry up and like ran over to the laptop, <laughs> <laughs> press the pause, pause it, button. pause but, it. Yes, exactly, pause exactly. Pause <laughs> so when you're creating a how a how to video, um, you want to make sure that. A, you have, you could capture the best audio as possible, you know, whether it's even doing everything first and then recording the audio. And two, also make sure you have like subtitles because people go like I love caption. I caption everything and drives my husband nuts. But like on our televisions, I don't know. I just like the caption on everything. Um, <laughs> so have like good subtitles, good captioning, and yes, just remember, you know, you as you watch how to videos, that is how your audience is watching them as well. So Renee, you've been in video
1: for uh, quite some time now, and. I'm sure you've learned from your own experiences or from what other people have done some mistakes that maybe they made or some situations that helped you grow as a professional. <laughs> Anything you'd like to <laughs> like how nicely I put that. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. Anything you would like to share maybe some best practices that you've learned over time.
3: Um oh my goodness, there's so many um, in talking with like the business side, the video production side. So the key to sum it all up is, I would say, communication. The more communication that goes on between the client and the video production team, the better the video becomes. Um, another best practice when it comes to video production itself is duplicate everything, like The reason why I know, you know, that we need um, for you need extra audio for a trade show or some type of event is because we have done a video because we had made that mistake in the past. And we're like, okay, well, we're not going to do that again. Or um, how we typically use two or three cameras to capture um, a video because it'll be like the camera would die because they suck up so much battery life, the oh, yeah. one. And so, you know, you think your caption is awesome, um, you know, <laughs> something is happening, and then next thing you know, when you get the footage, it's black. So <laughs> to have like multiple cameras, like basically duplicate everything. And then we also, and, and bless our clients who actually have to be the talent as well, um, we do multiple takes. <laughs> so duplicity is the is the
1: key. It's you're not you're not going to get that luxury hard. here. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> we're a single take uh, situation. It <laughs> One and done. I hear you. One and done. Uh, so and and through this experience and and do you have any like stories you can share? Anything that went wrong but you were able to save the day and or maybe not?
2: <laughs> well,
3: no. oh, of course there is. Don't to share names. <laughs> no well i mean okay i'm just gonna say this it's the only thing i work with a lot of politicians mm-hmm. so i mean yes there's um that aspect and, and then i think just the shock of you have this expectation of what a person is and then when you see them in real life and you just like womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the personality um, is lost once they get behind, behind it, the ca- yes. camera or yeah. Or it's not nice. I think it's more often. But again, um, uh, we absolutely love our clients. So that so we've been blessed. We haven't had like too many of those, but it, it's been like kinda like elbow type of moment. So we haven't had um anything like catastrophic or like I don't know ever wanna work with them again. Um, nothing of that nature, thank goodness, because typically when people come to us, they it's because they were referred or, um, you know, as we're building our reputation. So we I would say so far so good. I mean, we'll have like some elbow moments, but nothing too dramatic there.
1: I, I shared with you earlier that I've been involved in a number of commercials and um, one of the companies I worked with kind of hosted a TV show. And so I've been involved with a number of shoots and there are times where just the person on the camera, not not the, not the host or not the person who was part of the you know the production, but the one interviewed was just so dead <laughs> and so quiet or just... I mean, are sweating profusely. And it's like, what do we do? We still need to use this person, but they're just, this is going to be very, very bad at the end. Do you have any tips for for helping those types of people along? Do you, like, make them laugh, Um, give them a towel, (laughs) you know, things like that?
3: Yeah, well, we, uh, yes, well, first of all, being in a camera is, awkward i mean it's totally awkward number one um so yeah there is like a learning curve and not everyone has to be like oftentimes as business owners we believe that we have to do everything um so if someone is better on camera than you are um then by all means use that person's strength if Mm -hmm. that's an option if it's not an option well again it's working with video production um video production team, we understand that. So we'll have like little techniques. Number one, we have lots and lots of blotting paper. That we bring. <laughs> That's a best practice that we have learned <laughs> over the time. And then, for, and then of course there's, you know, great makeup artists as well. Um, but also oftentimes if the person is coachable, like if they know, you know, they obviously, we already know that the, they know the obvious is awkward as this and that. However, Um, If they're coachable, meaning that they don't have an ego coming into this, like, oh, my goodness, I know everything I can do. it, Watch me knock this, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we could get through it. Like what we'll do, we'll probably like feed like one or two lines. And, you know, typically when people get into the rhythm of it, then it becomes a little bit less awkward. Are there any good colors and bad colors to wear? There actually is. I w- in terms of colors, of course, if you're, you know, doing a green screen, don't wear green. Uh, <laughs> right, look like you just nothing but a head. But there is, uh, when it comes to patterns, mainly, uh, you want to stay away from really, really busy patterns, mainly like plaids, like or um, houndstooth, because mm-hmm. what happens is it becomes it's what's called a moray effect like uh i've seen on interviews especially like uh, news interviews, someone will come on and their shirt will look like it's moving mm-hmm. on the screen that's the moray effect so anything solid colors um not hot pink though hot pink always looks strange at least to me it always looks like it's, it's kind of like got that, that glowy effect to it and 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 colors are um kind of uh weird in that they're what's the word i'm looking for they show up so different so they'll show up on the monitors differently they'll show up on our editing system differently so we oftentimes get uh, color correct to kind of smooth it out or you know making that so all oh can goodness you know kind of in your face mm-hmm. but typically i tell people um wear the color that makes them feel best i mean there's mm-hmm there is such a thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, Like, wear your favorite color. Whatever you, whatever color that it is that makes you feel like you so that you could do whatever is necessary to capture this um, video, Mm -hmm. then by all means do it. Just stay away from busy patterns. Gotcha. So, we are close to the end of the show, but do you have any um, future, what's coming up that you could share with us? Anything that's new and exciting? Yeah. um, So... I was kind of shocked by this because, uh, of course, being a, a video professional, we were taught to shoot everything in a landscape or like a horizontal format. So, oh, I know what? what you're doing. Yes, exactly, right. So, what's happening? There is also a shift. So, we've seen a couple of trends now for past few years, right? We've seen the live explosion. Um, We've seen the square videos, and so now it's moving to vertical video. Interesting, yes, for the mobile Uh, phones. Right, right. And so that's just exactly for the mobile phones. And that's because it's showing actually a greater engagement. Like um, some marketers were talking, we're seeing an upwards of like 80% more engagement. And I guess it's because if you look at your screen, because video is so mobile as I explained, if you look at your screen, it's gonna take up more real estate versus, so for instance, if you're scrolling, your screen is vertical and a vertical video versus our traditional 16 by nine, the horizontal, um, when it shows up like that, when your phone is turned vertically, it only takes up a small percentage. But if you already film or cut your video in a vertical video, it's taking up your whole screen. Mm -hmm. Then on top of that, from a marketer's perspective, um, the Instagram story ads are so much cheaper. It's, I want to say, between like six to 12 cents per click (laughs) versus Facebook. um, Don't quote me this, but I'm pretty sure like an average Facebook ad is like 30 to 60 cents. So it's those components that are really driving this um, vertical... Video market. I love it. Um, we are out of time, so
1: unfortunately, I, I wanted I want to hear more. So, would you mind coming back in the future? Oh yes, I would love to. Absolutely, w- wonderful. Well, in the meantime, how would somebody get a hold of you if they have any questions or would like to work with you?
3: Awesome. Um, I am on social media, of course. I would say probably the best way to reach me is um, LinkedIn, and that's under Renee Wells, and that's spelled R-E-N-E-W-E-L-L-S. Um, also on our website at www.apusmedia.com, and that's spelled A-P-U-S-media.com. Wonderful. Well,
1: this has been a fantastic show. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. You've been listening to I Think I Need Marketing. I am Bonnie Taylor. Thank you for joining us. Until next week.
0: Thank you for listening to I Think I Need Marketing. Be sure to join Bonnie Taylor for another episode next Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until next week, think of what you could be doing differently in your marketing program.